Well, I forgot that Fan Expo is happening this weekend, so everyone is there instead of here. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Fucking fuck them for wanting to go to Fan Expo. I don't, I don't want to go to Fan Expo. Uh, guys! Guys! I'm here! Oh. oh! I ran all the way here from Fan Expo! And I didn't take a, a Uber at all! Oh, I'm so, so tired. I, I just got here now. And I wasn't on extra or anything. Oh, oh, that was so hard to get here from Fan Expo well, just you, now. I mean, you were on extra. You were just talking to us through your phone. Yes, yes. It was. I have a really good mic on my <laughs> phone for Discord. I was, I was doing it live. Fucking oh. seamless. Yeah, ten out of ten. <laughs> Killer roll call. We are live. Loading. Tempered Zeal! Blue Caster! Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Pink Caster! Lane! The Trickster of Infinite Topics! Um, uh, Savage Caster! Ibarra Fox! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! Oh, Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode 257. Uh, Senor Blazington, please tell us the Pokemon oh, of the week. So Blaziken. This is your destiny! It's Blaziken. Is it Blaziken? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Fuck you, Google Home! <laughs> oh. We unplugged you! Aww. Yeah. <laughs> or someone uh, did. Hey, hey, Chris. Yeah? I'm thinking of using Skip the Dishes. Do you have a code? <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Make sure to check the description of all of our episodes to use our special promo code for Skip the Dishes. If you haven't used it before, you can get $7 off your first order, which also gives us $7 in credit. Thank you, Chris. That was convenient. So help feed the cast rangers and yourselves and each other. Yep. But yeah, if you haven't listened to us before and are tuning in for the first time, first of all, thank you for clicking on our stupid podcast. <laughs> was, was that good corporate shillage? Yes, excellent. Good? Excellent. Uh, we are a gaggle of Toronto-focused tokusatsu enthusiasts who assemble every week to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a third topic of varying degrees of quality. Uh, this week is the low end of the bar. We, we hit the bottom of that bucket. That is your opinion. hit the bottom of the bucket and broke through the flex seal. Oh. <laughs> and it all poured out. Yup, it's leaking. Ichi yeah. fucking loves this shit thing. I don't know why though. Alright, so for our fourth week of Cowabungust, our Ninja Turtles focus month, we are discussing the first five episodes of Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation, the television show. Um, why are five? Start, are we starting with that? Or are we doing? No, that? no, we're gonna do zero. We're gonna do okay. regular first. But uh, the reason we're doing five episodes is because for some reason the first five episodes were labeled as the East meets West series. Yeah, I guess it's an arc. I would say it's a story arc if there was a story. Sorry, what was that? Lane, you were playing? Well, man, this. Uh, my side. Is, is this my reaction to this? Us watching this. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> we'll get I'll, into I'll, that. I'll post this again for Cowabungus. Oh, yeah. Tom Rider Gatesy Jones. Gatesy Jones. <laughs> Mass Rider Gatesy Jones. Jones. You, also, did you notice that on your Wazatella one last week you put mask spelled M A S K E? You forgot the D. Oh, man, I always forget the D. <laughs> I don't. 
That's what I get for writing it in manually. Yeah. You need... I, I could do up logos for you if you like. It's... Well, no, it's just... It was... Oh, yeah, it does say... No, it's... It's, uh, it's French. It's Masque. Masque. Le Masque. Le Masque. Masque right there. Yeah. Right there. Right there. Right there. Masque right there. Masque right there. What's Right there. Right there. It's right there. Say it right. Never. But yeah, aside from that, uh, we are talking about Comrade <laughs> We were talking about Comrade Zio episode 48 and Ryu Soldier episode 22. Which was amazing. A pinnacle awesome episode from an awesome series. Shut up, Chris. I agree. Ryu Soldier was good. It was pretty good, too. <laughs> I get I can't. They were both good. It was a good week. It was a good week to be caught up on your Rider and Sentai. Well, we'll see about that. Let's get into the Zio episode. So we open with this assemblage of monsters and flying enemies and kaijins in every direction. The crab from Hibiki and Decade. And I swear Decade was like, I am not doing another another uh, jam session to get rid of that crab. It's pretty much almost a carbon copy of like the opening of Decade Episode 1. And his immediate response is, I'm going to destroy this world. Looks around again. Fuck it! Let's bail! Because he realized that he'd have to do another... <laughs> Which I would love! Yeah, man. Okay, that's the thing. It's like... Have you ever seen the meme when you when you try to describe Common Rider to your non Sentai friends? And they the the, the Hibiki ride. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, but they the fucking last episode ends with this tense scene of them about to fight all these monsters, and then the first shot of this episode is them going fuck it, let's run away and leave all these innocents to die. Sounds about right. <laughs> this is Sukasa we're talking. About. Did we actually just run out of budget? In like, the penultimate episode? It's like the end of Angel, when it's like they fucking all these CG fucking things come up, like, alright, I'll take the dragon fades out. But, like, why did we go through all this fucking pointless bullshit <laughs> of setting up this big amazing fight with all the monsters and then just leave? It happened next week, because, of, like, even writers can be overwhelmed. Yeah, what the fuck are, like, like four guys gonna do against that? <laughs> they did some... Well, I, Suki always like, fuck this, I'm gonna shoot some bitches. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they, they go back to Kujigoji Hall and Decade starts telling them about his explanation of what's happening. And he says all this bullshit about how originally the writers existed in their own timelines. Are you kidding me? We have mountains and mountains of evidence to prove why you're wrong! Not only do we have ten years of crossover movies, but fucking the... The second half of the show has been Sogo interacting with the past writers in the current timeline. Well, maybe he was going to their worlds. How? Maybe he wasn't going through time, he was going through space. There was no wall, there was no effect of any sort of world travel. Everyone since the half point of the show has been in the current timeline in the current dimension. The show's just been a mess. Oh crap, my something. eyes have gone cross-eyed. Decade is bullshitting, or this show just actually has given up on its, it's own gi- writing. It's given up. It's, it's given up a long time ago. <laughs> oh my god! One more episode, I'm finally free! I could take another season. <laughs> Can I get a shout out for Zio? 
I, I can get one more episode in. Zio, aka Decade Season 3 0. <laughs> season 3 0. We're still on Decade Season 1 0. <laughs> this is Season 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> 30 episodes is not a season make. And then Decade turns to Sogo and goes, uh, yeah, by the way, you caused this by creating the Grand Zeo Ride Watch, so congratulations, fuckface. Well, yeah, fine. you could have told me that while I was making it. You were fucking there. Right. You gave me a piece that led me to getting it. If you knew all this was going to happen, why didn't you stop it, asshole? And Sakasa's like, I just wanted to watch you flop around. Exactly. Sakasa's need to get involved. Oh, yeah, and then Decade's like, and Decade's like, I think we're going to have to abandon this world. But there's a lot of people, and I don't want them to die, and Tsukiyomi will probably... You know, Even though we wait. just left all those innocents to die five minutes ago. Yeah. You why, can do you, act- why do you care so much about the saving the galaxy? Because I'm one of the idiots who lives in it! Like, yeah. the weirdest part about, like, watching all those people getting attacked is, like, at some points we even see some so, people crumpling into the floor from game disease, too. So it's just, like, evacuate reality like Rick and Morty. Like, shit, let's move into the next We've Cronenberged this universe. Let's I'm like, what? Like, when they were like, oh, we want to abandon the, the people. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Evacuate an entire reality worth of people? Scott, you could do it. Man, we have enough problems with people from, like, other countries coming into countries. You know, there's enough fucking other realities coming. How are you going to build that wall, Trump? <laughs> the sky wall. Touche. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they go over... So they, they, they've been talking a lot about how Sogo supposedly has three options. Save himself, save soup, or become Omazeo. I don't know why these are mutually exclusive options, or what the fuck entails... I love that you written, I choose option four, fuck you. Yeah, Sogo literally <laughs> goes, I choose option four, fuck you. Fuck everyone. Yeah, so apparently, <laughs> apparently, according to Omazeo, when he goes to meet up with them later, Omazeo's like, yeah, no, Schwartz can't do shit. He, he needs you. Schwartz is a punk bitch! He needs you. He is not destroy, the destroy the world. Yeah. The power of the Schwartz. The power to change the world is in one finger. Which one is it? Then he gives the middle finger. That is correct. <laughs> That's pretty much my reaction to the show. I, I think, Chris, you need too much structure. You need to enjoy the ride. Or watch. <laughs> I choose or watch. <laughs> fuck you, fuck Schwartz, fuck this dog, and fuck future me. Yeah, that's pretty much fuck where we are. Fuck the fourth wall, fuck the plot, fuck the space-time continuum. And most of all, fuck you! Yeah, so... And while I'm at it, I'm gonna fuck Gates. So, Wait, so, what? <laughs> so pretty much so pretty much, Sogo just decides, fuck it, I'm just gonna go to 2068 before all this shit happened, and just confront myself, and find out what the fuck is really going what on. What the fuck's up, me? That's right, we're pulling out, uh, we're going to fight Lavos the first time we go to the end of time. We're going right into that time bucket. And, oh boy, do we get some interesting information that's pretty fucking obvious, like... Oh my god, Sogo's not going to be that version of Omazeo because he's got friends! The, the, only reason, the only reason Sogo became Omazeo was because he was he didn't have any friends to support him and put him on the right path, so he just decided, fuck it, I'm going to take over everything. Which proves being lonely equals being evil. Wait, did they just say that the end of the world is caused by incels? Yes. Okay. Just, <laughs> just uh, oh yeah, let's talk about this. So... In most of the recent Comrider series, there's been one scene in the opening from the start of the show that is shown in either the last or second to last episode. The perfect example is in Drive, the shot of the Trider on dodging a bunch of like spikes and shit. 
Yeah. Uh, so apparently Zio's version of that is the shot of him touching the clocks. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah, you yeah. touched the clocks. I also like, like, oh shit. Like, I was know. hoping that the connection to the opening was going to be the shot of him standing in the time in the time travel, like the the world yeah. between timelines. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was hoping we we're going to have like a big final fight between dimensions, no. like Zio versus Omizio fighting through time. Oh, Ichi, you know that it's going to be. I a can't fight. get. I need to stop giving show credit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I just like that you know, Uncle's like, okay, well, the world is coming to an end. There's fucking giant enemy crowds running around, and the commentators have fucked the hell off. Time to go shopping. Uh, by merit of the ride watches being gone and him carrying a box we don't get to see the contents of, I am assuming that he is fixing the ride watches. <coughs> yeah. Oh. You didn't put that together? No. I mean, he fixed the time train. We can fix anything, except for a sandwich people will sit around and eat. Yeah. And just to cut ahead a little bit, speaking of Uncle going shopping... Uh, we can now weirdly say that Comrade Zio is better than Spider-Man because he saved his uncle from dying. Exactly, but he didn't give him a ride home. Yeah. Like, you know, Sogo, I'm still fucking downtown There's... and the world is ending. You've got a flying fucking robot. Take me home. But there is some cool but things. I'm going home to 20... Away! I'm going to 2068. You could stop on the way. But there is some cool things, so, like, that, like, kind of set up how the first episode's going to happen. So, like, he go, takes the time machine, goes to 2068, confronts Omazeo, and then, like, he, he meets uh, Soup and Gates, and so he, like, sneaks a little blank ride watch in the, And at first, I thought that was the blank ride watch that, like, Sogo ends up getting in 2018, but then that doesn't make sense because he it just spawned on his bike. Yeah. And so... Yeah. But yeah, so, so they, they pulled the same shit that Sogo was doing back when they were time traveling in the first half of the show, where they snuck a ride watch into someone into the past, and then <coughs> over the time change, it like grew and matured with power, and then they go, you have a route. Oh yeah, this <coughs> thing that I've known about the whole time and just have not thought to use. It's yeah. been in your dress for fifty weeks. I didn't know this dress had pockets. That's valid. <laughs> she didn't know the dress up. Um, but no, a thing that Ichi actually brought up that I think actually makes pretty a lot of sense. So when Omazeo kind of sends Sogo back, he like just sends him through a portal, and his time machine is left there. Like they don't show it, but he came there to 2068 in the time machine, and then Omazeo just like portals him back, which means we can assume that the time machine was left in 2068, which means that's probably how Soup gets the time machine to go. Visit Sogo at the start of the series. But how did Gates get his? He stole it when he stole the ride. I think he just went to Obazio's house. Cinema. And took Obazio's house. He took everything that wasn't bolted down. Like he's got like like Obazio's collection of miniature hippos. Like he's just holding Obazio's just holding the Gates watch. Ah, now I have the most powerful ride watch in all of history. <laughs> hey Obazio, what the hell is that? Huh? Nothing. What? Ah, Gates. But yeah, I think they accidentally explained something, but then also made it a paradox, because if if they got it because Sogo had it, and they had it because Sogo got it, then it's a fucking Blaze, paradox. Blaze, I, I, I know you want it to be true so badly, but Gates isn't Sogo's Just because son. there's porn of Sogo fucking soup doesn't mean Gates is Wait, their son. Wait, Gates is Sogo's son? Yeah. Get me back my <laughs> <laughs> Any excuse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in our Discord, someone posted a porn, like a hentai of uh, Sogo fucking Tsukiyomi. 
I don't. Like, tr- I, I I don't trust hentai. Uh, <laughs> it just it's because you think it's one thing, and then you're like monster penis with a face on it. Tom, <laughs> Tom. The next time I ever see you anywhere in public, no matter how crowded it is or anything, I'm talking about hentai. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna look at look over you, point you, and just go. Tom, give me back my son! And people will just be like, and like Give me back my son! Give me back give me my money! Give me back your son! Where's my money, Damien? You Where's see, my money, Damien? You seen Jack's films is in that now? No. The, in the finale, he pays back like the three dollars he yeah. owes Goofy. And then Jack from Jack's film calls him up and says, Goofy, can I borrow some money? What the fuck? How much do you need, Jack? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, the the puppet. You have never seen the Goofy money thing? Oh, this is no? the thing where this guy who's a voice like a voice actor. He he got a Goofy puppet, and it's him pretending to be Goofy, trying to get money back from his human roommate. Like what you know, like uh, so things are about to get Goofy. <laughs> but uh, I can't do a Goofy impression. But uh, where's my fucking money? Yeah, but it's just like ten parts. That's right, like, Maxie. You're I found the gun and like. But the whole thing is that he paid him back the, the money he owed him, and now Jack from Jack's film is trying to borrow money so he right. can do a crossover. Um, but yeah, it, about uh, Sogo early in the episode, like when Decade tells him that he's going to have to die to save everyone, his response is, are you kidding? I'm a millennial. I've always wanted to die. No, no. He says, he says I guess since the moment I started becoming a writer, like I knew this was going to happen. No. From the moment I was born, I knew I was going to die to save the world. We've reached that part of the series where I have to tell the protagonist that he has to die to win, and you have to find a way not to die, but die anyway. Yeah. Option five. Being. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Sogo saves his uncle, and he makes a big deal. Uncle, I, I'm a common Rider! And everyone watching the show went, yeah, he knows. You made it super he obvious. It's the time-traveling train! Yeah. He went on a time trip. But fucking like, I just love that. Like, decades, like, fuck all these people. I'm not fucking safe. And Soup's like, well, I don't. I'm gonna fucking go out there with my fucking laser gun <laughs> and fucking shoot. <laughs> so that's what I, I mean. love I'm it. Here to shoot bitches and chew gum. That, and that, bring any gum. That scene of Soup like running through the crowds and like shooting monsters with her Fi's phone has been memed. And my immediate caption on that was just like. Oh, y'all get the fuck out of here! I want to enjoy my fucking parfait and diet sprite in peace and solitude! This writer world is closed today. <laughs> None of y'all better have them fucking laser deflecting hats that my brother sells so you're getting a shot in the dick! So Waz is like, Oprah, you get a writer belt, you get a writer belt, you get a writer belt. Yeah, like, at this point, Waz should just fight them with belts where by just, like, pulling get, them out of his cape and chunking them. Where does he get these Ziku dra- Yeah, that. <laughs> what are you... Riding. Like, this one's not working. Oh, I got that one on Wish. That one's defective. Take another one. I got it on Wish. On Wish. <laughs> Don't buy anything from Wish. It's awful. <laughs> it comes in. It's like it's not actually a rider belt. It's a little fucking toy. And it's, they a changed, can, it's a candy toy. Yeah, one. and they changed the description to it being the toy, not the real one. It's the Biku driver. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking okay. I I. I I uh I don't know if we're supposed to do this. Like, that, like I'm literally I'm using your li- your list. Uh huh. Are, are we supposed to be using your list? Sure. Oh, not that there's a list. We're just remembering all of these things. Yeah. No, people know I have notes. It goes up on the Patreon. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, Kate's with the fucking pie. I remember when like Kate just said, "Where did you get?" Or, you don't want to remind me of just like it, like soup is just like. What do you have? What do you have? Rusty pipe. No! And Chase is after him. <laughs> he just no! he picked it up and he ran off with it. Speaking of Chase, uh, Chase dies again this episode. How many times would I watch that man die? No, but I actually, ah! actually kind of like that they kept the continuity with his character because as everyone knows, 
Chase was a roid mute built by Krim Steinbelt, and his literally in his programming, he was programmed not to harm a human being. And since he is the base version of himself, he doesn't have because remember, I think Brain reprogrammed him to not have that. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. Tsukuyomi Marika armor. That's pretty cool. But then he met Kiri, uh, Kiriko, and uh, and he, and he, and he was, was like, he's like, oh, I gotta remember saving you. Kiriko, the, Kiriko, like who, who, who wouldn't fucking find you know open their heart to that woman? Oh, Kiriko's amazing. He smiled. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I have a plot clock to fix. Uh, is... So yeah, so Sogo, Sogo, like uh, decides, fuck it, I can use Trinity to fight Omazio. which was completely pointless. All it did was yoink Gates and Waz out of their current fights for fucking five minutes, and then he just turns it off and sends them back. Because so some people probably died no, as a result. No, no, it's no, It's the whole no. point of that fight is he needed to find out what Schwartz was up to, and he figured that uh, Omazio would know. That was the whole point of it. Well, well no, no, but why no, did he need Trinity for no, that? No, no, okay. So he, well, he's used Trinity A because that was like the most powerful form he had at that point in time. Because Grand Zio doesn't exist yeah. right now. Yeah, and also, it's also, it's because he wanted to find out if that was actually a form that Omazio remembered, which Omazio uh, responds with, oh, I've never seen that form before. That form's non-canon. And, in, he, in my and, and, and the thing is, he didn't, he probably didn't expect uh, Omazio to know that form, so that's why okay, he was there. I don't care him. why he was there if it was pointless. That explosion panorama was fucking gorgeous. Including a gratuitous close-up on Zio's ass. Okay, good, exa- good example of why, why I'm right about this. In Build, when uh, fucking Bloodstark knew everything that Sento had, but then Sento used Octopus Light, and he actually threw Bloodstark off a bit because he didn't know about that that best match. So, you know what? I'm gonna give you full points for that. Yes, <laughs> points. That'll be on the test. Yeah. So Omazio and so Omazio's just like, yeah, no, Schwartz is full of shit. He needs you. Oh, and- Orb in our chat. Omazio was supposed not to know about Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be the last episode. He's gonna turn into Trinity. He's like, by the way, I got some friends. Fuck you. Like, who are those? They're the. I have this thing of. T- I have nothing but time. My Literally. left nut and my right nut. Oh, also, Waz like checked the Wikipedia, the Writerpedia, or like he finally remembered who Chase was. Yeah, it's like oh, I just looked at. Because the thing is, like, he's like, oh, why did he? I was like, well, he hasn't read the whole fucking book. There's like like ninety common writers. I've only memorized the main twenty. Yeah, I wanted to. F- I wanted to fucking. Uh, I wanted to flashback again and just blowing himself up. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Waz. Uh, I feel like the show's writers have also forgotten the fact that Waz actually works for Omazio, because when Zio goes Trinity, Waz makes no comment or objection to fighting his actual Wagamao. I think he's decided that he's committed to that one. Like, that one, he's now going to ride the cycle through. You know what? I'd be okay with that if we'd get a scene of him explaining that decision. Yeah, he's not had this moment of clarity where he's like, hmm. I believe in Sogo instead of Omazio. Oh. Like instead of fucking more plot development, we got Ginga. Also, we're at uh, 109 Wakamos. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'll um, probably break 110 by the end. Snogo, I love the I love these notes. Snogo sneaks a watch into soup. Yes. Um, he, so, yeah. Waiter, there's a right watch in my soup. Uh, so he, don't say that or everyone will want one. <laughs> of course, your meal is gratis. So then, uh, Dan and Decade team up, and it's fucking awesome because it just gave me Decade flashbacks. And they even had like the song like, Oh yeah, the common ride theme. 
I'm like, oh, good. Dien is on Tsukasa's side this week, which means next week he'll betray him again. And if he betrays him one more time, he gets a free sandwich. I was thinking about this earlier this week, <laughs> but I want I wanted just every time Kaito showed up in this thing, like every time he just showed up, no matter what, it would just be here. I am Dien, Dien, Sakai Ichi no Treasure Hunter. Don't go down. Like, I just want that fucking... Every My time he name shows up. is the end. It's from the stage show. And then he, like, raps about the secondary writer's names. Yeah, so I actually wanted <laughs> that song, song to play every time oh, What do we got here? Was Futuring Valkyrie. Yeah, not bad. That's cool. Can we can we see fucking uh, Gates Vulcan armor? Oh, no, I think Didn't we get that? We didn't have that yeah, before. We yeah, we have that before. Yeah. Ooh. I, I want to see Waz Futuring Zero One. Their colors would match. So yeah, that makes sense. It is the next future rider. So yeah. then, yeah, Soup becomes Kamen Rider Soup. The prophecy. Kamen Rider Soup is upon us. The button. The button. EY button. Oh right. EY. Wait, why did Waz do that? Because maybe next episode. No, because it's not his water Fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, we finally got Kamen soup. It's not a joke anymore. Yeah, and that and like barely a couple people are disappointed. It's not the actual one we got from the point five. Yeah, the one that says Suku on it. But uh, can I just say, this suit is awesome looking. So apparently, it, uh, her 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 helmet's based off of like a certain type of like female brand watch, where it's like I think it's like a moon watch or something. It's well, called. yeah, her her visor's in the shape of a crescent moon, and her clock hands are at two. Two o'clock. It's almost reason. like her name means Moon Princess. Yeah. But I love, I love the chime. Because it's just like, Kameno Raida Sukuya Mi It does seem like they've thrown way too much plot at us like this far in the game. Yeah, everyone's pretty miffed that this is happening in the last episode. Like, where was this ten episodes ago? I love those episodes, but it's like he really should have like given us time. Like, it's like, wait, this is happening. Oh, this is happening. What's happening? Oh, shit. We still don't even know explicitly what these quote-unquote three choices that Sogo has to make are. You didn't hear people complaining about this shit when Grease Blizzard happened, because Grease Blizzard happened, and everyone's like, yes! What this means, this means that there's 22 minutes next week to sort all of this out. Yep. And you know that they're not going to. It's going to be like... Black hole! Black hole! Kill them all! Erase the show! I wouldn't go that far. I, That's your answer to everything. <laughs> I mean, apparently next episode, Sogo just decides, fuck it, I'm going to become Omazeo, and he becomes Omazeo. Well, he's going to go with option four. Fuck you, Schwartz. <laughs> I'm going to Omazeo. Kamen Rider. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> Give me just one episode. There's a writer very deep inside. I saw a thing from Kamen Rider Zio, so now I've got it in my head. Or, uh, uh, Zio. I've got it in my head stronger than before. Go, Zio! Oh, yeah, no, we made those jokes when Zio got Watch announced. That, sh that song is so fucking catchy. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Oh, when uh, Decade and Dien fight another Decade, we get to see another Decade do an another dimension kick. It had, like, a skull on it. it was oh, awesome. that was fucking beautiful. I loved it. Right? And then, like, fucking Schwartz is giving... Get, get, get fucked! Schwartz is, like, giving decades shit to be like, hey, you're really half the fucking writer you're supposed to be. And Decade's like, man, It's kind of funny, like, I was watching with a friend who loved Tsukiyomi, and she was like, oh, man, I can't wait to see your fight. And I'm like... Because she saw the... The, the, the henchman? Yeah, she saw the henchman on uh, Instagram, which is all over it. And, uh... 
And I'm just like, no. How, and the thing is, we're like halfway through the episode. I'm like, she's going to get the belt right at the end. Mm-hmm. And she's going to hench in. And then it's the same next time. Yep. And she's like, that would be dirty. And I'm just like, there's no way that's They do it all the time! Yeah. Like, if well, for a reveal like that, it's perfect cliffhanger fodder. This was a reveal that wasn't even hinted at in any magazine scans. Of course yeah. they're going to do that. Yeah, I know. Like, like it was it was pretty... It did catch me... Well, I would say it caught me by surprise, but I saw it on Instagram like a week ago. But Yeah, yeah. All like news like this always happens the morning after we record. Yeah, like we're gonna wake up in the morning and it's gonna be like uh, fucking uncle's a common writer or something. Fucking why not at this point? It, it's it's common writer late for dinner. Common writer clock. Yeah, or Chronos. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, actual common writer Chronos. Be funny if he pulled out the Chronos. Like he just literally was Chronos. I think he sh- one of the Dark Riders Schwartz should have summoned was Masamune. That would have been fucking Speaking awesome. Speaking of Dark Riders, the fact that Chase defected and started fighting the Roid Mutes means that that's yet another Dark Rider that Schwartz summoned who turned on him. What's that, like four now? Well, he, he, he didn't pick him for his loyalty. He picked him because you're fucking badass. Yeah. Also, it's because... Like, he, he is not... He, like Waz, is not reading the Wikipedia. Also, he just assumed that he... Oh, you're a robot. You have your programming. So yeah. you're programmed to kill. I, I I think Schwartz pulled this plan out of his ass. Yeah. Schwartz pulled this entire series out of his ass. Oh, yeah. But he was waiting for someone to get fucking strong. So he could Do my work for me, bitch. Stronger than before. <laughs> oh, see. Oh. Uh, I can't take no more. No, Zio! So are we, do you think we're going to have like a revelation of like who, uh, Soup and Schwartz's like father is? Like, is it Omazio? Narutaki. <laughs> I would love that. So it's like he shows up at the last minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got at least two more. Give me the money. Uh, burn the fucking money. So, next week, uh, Sogo becomes Omazeo, cause fuck it, and there's I'd like to say, I'd like to be happy about seeing what looks like Gates dying, but we already know the V-Cinema's coming. And on that point, I would like to make a prediction. This, this is, this episode will probably, by the time this episode airs, the finale of Zeo will have aired already, but I'm, we're recording this Friday night, so I'm putting my prediction down. Gates is going to die in battle, and then, maybe... I, this is the final sliver of credence I will lend to the show's writers to do something clever. Gates will die in battle, and then will spend the power of the Revive Watch to revive. I don't think that's how Revive works. But it could. Why else is it called Revive? I don't know, it's fucking being clever. This is the last bit of good faith I will give this show to have clever writing. Hmm. If that If that happens... I will be satisfied. Chris, why are you holding all this hate? Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Who thinks Chris should just let it go? I'm going to kill let everyone go, and let then go Listen, let go of, man. Let go of your anger. The snow shines bright on the mountain tonight. Anger leads to hate. Hate, hate leads, leads to, to suffering. suffering. Suffering leads to another season of Zeo. And Zeo leads to Ryu Soldier. Kaboom! Oh, nice to see you. So yeah, confirmed. Seto is in fact possessing the body of Ui's dad. Oh, I, I, like want, how they I want Ui to be a real soldier. That would have been sweet. 
Yeah, whatever happened to what we're doing some stuff with Geysor? What the fuck happened with that? He just oh, oh Geysor just fucks off when he wants to. He, you know what? He he's worse than Zamigo. You know, you know what? You know what? His, yeah. You know what his night name is? Sir, not appearing in this episode. <laughs> Every fucking episode, he had more fucking screen time in the fucking crossover thing. Oh, the Super Sentai Bell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I love Geysor, man. I'm holding out hope for Ryuzo Violet. Yeah. So yeah, Light Raptor's a woman. It was so weird to see this goofy-looking raptor zord with, like, a mature woman's voice. Like, hey, what's up? Alan. Alan? What's up? Alan. <laughs> Alan. I'm going to save you from the darkness. Asuna. Uh, I gotta say, though, when it sucks uh, red into, like, the, the fucking death world, that looked so fucking cool. That like, was, it was like, twisting upside oh. down. Like, for, like, the, you know, the usual level of, like, composite effects So like, man, but it just, it was really creative-looking. To me, it looked like he was in the area where the Gal Rangers go to Henshin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he accidentally dialed a wrong number on well, his side. Wild access. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he has the... He has the like, but, I'm oh, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> Orb, is, Orb has got a good point. At least we knew Zamigo was doing shit off screen. Guys yeah. could just be sitting in an alleyway for all we fucking know. Yep. But, I mean, like... Um, uh, oh yeah, so I, I like that uh, uh, tank uh, tank job. Tank job. Tank job. Calling him that from now on. Tom high five. Yeah. Tank job. Tank job. Yeah. yeah. Go, goes goes up with fucking bunghole. That's what I thought. He's got a giant the barrel. The first time I read it with the H, I thought it was tank job, and I'm like, wait, no. I'm calling him tank job from now that on. That almost sounds like a GI Joe character. Yeah. Well, uh, tank job. Well, let's go get Cobra. There's snow job. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, tank yeah, job. So tank job is no. like hey. that's the name of the fucking episode. Tank <laughs> job. Yeah. Tank job. <laughs> oh my god! Can you just can the thumbnail just be a picture of tank Joe, but just like he has sensor bars wherever there's like cans. No, no, on no, him. no, no, no. You got to put a picture of tank job in front of like uh, like a really sketchy massage parlor. Where you go to get your tank job. And just pixelate every one of his cannons. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but uh, he's pretty much he says, "Hey, hey, you know, re, you know, Reusel Red, if you you know surrender, we can give you your master back." He's like, "Oh," and he actually seemed like he was going to be like, "Let's do it," and then Tycho just fucking punches him. And I'm like, "Ha ha, psych!" It's like, dude, you would have fucking had him, right? Well, Tom, it's not his master; it's his master. Newt, Newt, Newt. It's wolf job with tank job. Tank job. Oh man. Uh, so there's this one shot where like the minosaur who's apparently been causing this whole dead and living switch just like breaks out of the sky to say hi for five seconds. Wait, wait. I, I got a challenge for who's ever doing the things like you know that that really bad ta- uh, wolf job picture. Uh-huh. Just take that picture and just put tank job tank Joe's face on the on it. <laughs> but uh, tank job. so yeah, the minosaur like breaks out of the sky for a second and. Almost actually murders all of the Ryu soldiers. Yes. But thankfully, and he's like, he's like, it's, they were like, what video game system do you like? Oh, I have Xbox. Oh, I have PS4. Switch. <laughs> Go out there. But due to their amazing training and willpower, they're able to like, yeah, get the fuck back <laughs> in here. Just fuck you, soul. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> I saw the soul. I the soul. I was actually happy, because, like, how many episodes is it where, like, somebody's soul leaves their body and they gotta go put it back in and that's the plot? Yeah. It's like, shit, is this another one where it's like, what, like, one guy passes and he's gotta get all... It's like, no, just, no, no, we're not doing this. Get back in. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that today. So, yeah, apparently the reason why some people are back is because the Minnesota's ability to fucking switch, like, life and death around and the... 
So, you know, oh, but it's, it's like soul for a soul. It's like a soul stone. A soul for a soul. For a soul. <laughs> you must give up that which you love. Asuna, daughter of Master Pink. <laughs> Fucking probably, who knows. I'm going to take Lane's, uh, uh, um... Phasma? Phasma. No! And then, and then uh, somebody come back from the dead. Like Chris's love for Zio. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to pull a grandma's boy with my Phasma. I was like, no thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so we find out that the Minosaur was spawned from Master Pink. My question immediately following that was, how the fuck did a Minosaur attach to someone who was already dead? Yeah, and how did a Minosaur come from a box or a rock? The worst part is I have no response to that. Yeah. Minosaurs can come from fucking anything. A fucking Minosaur can come from Kanala's dick for all I care. Probably no. Fuck, fucking next week it will probably come from Oto. Yeah, we get Oto next episode. I missed my thirsty. Ah! <laughs> no, I don't actually fucking think that. I don't think of Oto that way. I just think, I just think it's funny that she's a thirteen-year-old girl playing a hundred twenty-three-year-old woman who's thirsty as fuck. I just I, think I, that's I, funny. I I just came up with what I'm going to refer to as the thirteen-year-old. That's pretty good. <laughs> Sweet thirsty. Oh, I gotta say, okay, so cool moments. I'm throwing in the cool moments today. Uh, when uh, uh, Rhea Soul Red, I can't even remember Co. his name. He, he is so fucking generic. Yeah. He Co. falls from the sky, and like as soon as like I got this, and fucking like catches, like he's got to be like a hundred and twenty pound man. Yeah. That drops fifteen feet, and I'm just like, and I just love like, oh, Asuna's got it, and it's like, and the thing is, he catches her, like this, like she catches him. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And then he looks. He's like, oh, the brute strength I make. And he has this little, and this is the only real acting moment of the episode. And he's like, oh, maybe your brute strength isn't freakish. It helped me this one time. <laughs> yeah, and, like, Austin always gets pissed off every time someone mentions her strength. Good thing you caught him, because he would have broke his fucking ass open. Yeah, he would. I love Asuna. She is, she is both adorable and cool. And this was a, uh, you know what, it's, with all the weird shit happening... This was a really solid Asuna episode. You know what? I gotta agree. Like she, she did some cool shit. Her, uh, her nickname, her nickname in the Sentai community is Ryu Swole Pink. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Ryu Swole Pink. That's Swole good. Pink. She's really adorable on Instagram, by the way. You know who I else? Follow her Instagram. Yeah. You know who else is adorable? Yeah. Crayon. Oh yeah. Oh my oh. god! Just the lengths the man fucking goes to like. He sacrifices three mooks to get Tank Job revived again. He really tank wants job. a he really wants a Tank Job. Yeah. He really yeah he wants a Tank Job. I'll, like, I'll give you fifty times as many points no, he, for no, Tank Job. Yeah, he's like I'll give you like fifty million points. I was like I will take these three. And I love it job. because the monster effectively goes. Ooh, that's a lot of points. Here you go. Yeah, the monster's <laughs> like. We're working together. It, Why? It's like he's cheating at a gotcha game. And it's like so sad that like Tancho like fucking dies in front of Crayon for a third eyes. time. Yeah, like, how many times must I watch him die? And like cutting later, but like it's just so funny that like Crayon's just like fucking crying his eyes out, and it's just Wizaru comes back out of fucking nowhere because. Ichi, like, what is the actual deal with the fact that no two generals are ever in the same shot? I don't know. Tank job. Tank job has died three times. Oh. Oh, I get it! Because they're chess pieces, and you can only move one chess piece at a time. You can only use one chess piece at a time. 
So That's there's, such they're, they're, bull they're crap. Taking, they're taking turns like a chess piece. Lane, you need Come to... on! That's gotta be it. I'm, so I'm gonna get Lane some toilet paper to clean up that thing he took out of his ass. <laughs> no! I think that's it! They're chess pieces, so they're taking turns. I just, that's I, so... That's why when Gachalaya showed up, he's like, oh, fuck you, and then he leaves. Yeah. That's why. If someone says that that's a thing... Sure. Come on, fandom. Back me up on this. Well, Kagi agrees with you. Yeah. yeah. It does make sense, but it's like there's <laughs> been no other chess other than their design. Uh, well, I will say that to the it's point just... of the chess designs, the belts that all three of the generals have have chess boards on them. Yeah. But I, 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 I think it's more just like there's no commander, so it's like the whole thing is like... I'm like, what, do the, do the generals of the Druidons just not like each other? What the fuck is this about? Maybe, yeah. Does Wiseru just hate we everyone? Need some fucking villain plot. Like, this is like fucking Kamen Rider Ghost. And I love Ghost, but like, we were like fucking like halfway through that before they were like, oh, by the way, this is what's going on. Here's a Thank villain. Thank you, you know. Um, but yeah. Oh, fucking tag job. Uh, but, so he goes... Hey, hey, Pink, can, can I hire you? You're really good. Yeah, he like, like he insults every one of the Ryu soldiers he fights, and then Pink comes up to him and is like, hey, you're really strong, come work for me. And then she's like, pauses, get fucked! She pauses for a second, then he attacks her. Like, yeah. like when you, okay, somebody's need a tank job, the way you do negotiations is you, 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 you say what you're willing to offer, then you wait for them to counter-offer, but he thinks it's like, you give them an offer, then fucking kick them. Yeah, <laughs> then you like, fucking stab them. That's not part of how you negotiate. Like, I'd hate to see him negotiate that's a, that's a hostage situation. That's, that's him. Hostage <laughs> situation. Give me back my son! And then... Kicks them off the go, roof. Okay, and then, yeah, kicks them off the roof. Give me back my crayon! Wait, that's pretty much the plot of that movie. Though. Yeah. I was uh, too lazy to take it. And I love that, like, each of the real soldiers, like, except for Ko, who's fighting the monster, like, take their stab at Tank Job. And then Kanala, like, comes at him, and, and he's like, I will defeat you, Tank Joe! And he responds with, I don't know who you are. Yeah. It was a Thanos fucking yeah. skull. You took everything from me! I don't know who you are. <laughs> I think he pauses for a second, like, like this is better than Thanos in a way. Like, he fucking pauses, like, yeah. wait, who are you? Like, <laughs> like, he has, like, like, Thanos is just being thrown shade. I'm pretty sure he kind of guesses that she's, like, an Avenger. But just yeah. the whole thing is like, I don't know who you are. But this one is like, wait. Where did this guy come from? Because he was dead when he yeah. arrived. Yeah, yeah, Even though he was around last week and still didn't know who he was. Oh, I love that Master Pink threw her LARP sword over for the... Yeah, Asuna gets her Ryusou Ken knocked to the side by Tank Job, and, and <laughs> Master Pink fucking yeets her, like, normal-ass sword, like, and Asuna, like... I understand like, that all of the, the armor weapons are foam and plastic, right? Yeah. They gotta look like the toys, but at least they kind of, like, you can suspend disbelief, they look really cool, but that literally looked like it was made of fucking foam, it had creases in it, yeah. it looked like those fucking swords you can buy at any convention that are usable in LARP. Yeah, it just looks like. It, I don't even think they made it. I think they just bought it and put a fucking hand, a handle on it. And quality of the prop aside, uh, so what has been my biggest problem with Ryu Soldier thus far? Uh, you're a crusty bitch. <laughs> All sides from that. <laughs> uh, that no team Hisatsu's. Yeah, I was trying to think of a way because I already know. So I'm <laughs> to deliver that like I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. So Ryu Soldier finally. I didn't realize they didn't have one until you mentioned. It. No right. Ryu Soldier finally decided to shut my stupid ass up this week and give us a fucking amazing one. It was pretty sweet. It was pretty cool. In the form of all four of them combining their dino slashes into the LARP sword that Austin is wielding. And we get this badass CGI, like, 
affected like magic combo sword that has elements from all four of the dinos she's channeling. That looks like an amazing effect too. I'm like, that's awesome! And then she like slices Tank Job's sword in half and fucking finishes him off! Yeah, That's so awesome! Where has that been all show? Seriously, dude? In front of Crayon? Seriously? <laughs> for myself? I mean, they didn't know he was watching. Yeah, they did. He was there the whole time. They didn't pay did he? Yeah, he was there. He I thought he, was... like, ran up and saw just as he died. No, he was there at the beginning. Oh, anyway. Like, you know, trash talking. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that Hisatsu was awesome! Can we have was... more of that, please? You know, I love this episode. Pink, like, okay, so of all the characters in this show, the, the, the two that I find the most interesting are Bomba, because he's got the traumatic... He's very slowly dealing out his traumatic backstory. Yeah. But I love Asuna. She's got the most personality. She's the most interesting. She's got her strength, which is probably going to be like, always. Oh, we're never going to hear where it came from. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, she really showed that she's a really great pink. And I and I'm hoping against hope. All I really want from this series is for her to to them to build on that. Yeah, I've seen too many pinks like um, Pato Pink, where she was awesome at the beginning, and then they barely touched her in development. Yeah. Um. Then again, the Pato is like got the short end of the uh, the story stick. They're still awesome though. They're still awesome, but they didn't do anything. Like I there want. Was, they were awesome, be, but there wasn't much depth. I want her to be an awesome. You know what I would love. You know how usually there's always a rivalry of who's the strongest in the team. I would love it to be with with, uh, with a female uh, female ranger in yeah. the red. Mm-hmm. Also, I want somebody to do something interesting because the red guy. The only thing awesome about him is that his face looks cool, and that he threatened to smash his face with a yeah. hammer that one no, time. No, but Bomba, I like. He's got the whole <laughs> thing like he's like he's you know I'll do whatever needs to be done. He's like fucking I'm gonna kill fucking kids in one I'll, episode. I'll stab a rock. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Like he's an interesting character. Yeah, and he's got this. He's the only one that has like this badass backstory. But uh, I mean, well, as as cool as the armor was for Red, as cool. Oh as yeah, like, Cosmo armor. That just felt. I don't know. I just kind of dialed out of that. Like that fight had no stakes. It was just, yeah, I've got a new thing. Gonna kill this guy. Like, even though the fight to kill Tank Job, as you pointed, it was technically pointless because he was gonna take that out anyway. Yeah. It was the interesting fight. It had character development. It had interesting stuff. It had that team he sots. Meanwhile, Red is sitting in the fucking Zord going, oh, here's the new toy of the week, kids. Him yeah. Floating around the fucking Phantom Zone, killing the monster of the week so that everyone can die again. Yeah. Galaxess, die. And, uh... But I mean, like... I really couldn't give a shit about him. Like, and the thing is, we've had so many strong reds. Like, Pato Red and Lupin Red were fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, Lucky was fucking amazing. Uh, I would argue that, but no. we'll see when we talk about the upcoming Lupin versus Pato versus Q-Ranger movie. That Somebody from Zuoja might have been okay. I don't know <laughs> that one. I assume they have a red. No, yeah. Yam- Yamato was a pretty awesome Yamato's man. legit. Well, he was awesome in uh, Greatest Battle. Mm-hmm. Does he have a fucking whale form? Yes. That's fucking amazing. Oh, Zuo Whale is... Awesome. Mm. Go watch Zuo Whale. Okay, I love that moment. It's like, Asuna, you are my worst student. And then fades away. That would have been fucking... That would have been the fucking funniest shit ever! That's like... Bye! You just edit that. Fucking breaks her. (laughs) But you had the... What, it was the strongest heart? And I'm like, that that was actually pretty sweet. I'm basically saying, like... You you are not the the best. You are not the smartest. You are the stubbornest, and yeah. that actually means something. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like she's all choked up, like, "Hey, what's going on?" And and fucking like uh, Red throws Melto under the goddamn fucking cat bus. Yeah. 
Uh, from Kakarin. I know, you were making fun of Mel, right? Yeah, fuck Melto! Yeah, that everyone hates the, him! That guy's the worst, right, Lane? Yep. We yeah. don't even show him on our fucking video, because he's cut off by the chat. Yeah, fucking Melto. Go back and get a better wig. <laughs> <laughs> get some fucking development. Fuck, yeah. he almost found out how his, why his hair was blue, and then got interrupted. It reminds me of a Mongo Kaiger, when it's like, this person had a tragic backstory, this person was an ex-pirate, this person was this. What about Doc? Oh, skip him. It also reminds me of Super Mega Force, where like the the Jake is like, "Why am I switching from black to green?" There's a perfectly good explanation for that. <laughs> uh oh, monster attack. <laughs> um. Also, Ui learned to cook hamburg right before her mom died. Yeah, again. and she's like, I, "Like, I like to think of myself as an amateur cook." That looked fucking gross. Like, I mean, like if you caramel, like com- that wasn't caramelized onion. That was fucking burnt onion fucking paste. The secret <laughs> is to over- caramelize. Yeah, <laughs> drop. The, uh, the secret is love. Caramelized onions means that the onions have become transparent and 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 soft. Meaning that you could put it in there. If you have them burnt, like cooked that much, when you put them in the fucking burger, they're going to burn. She's overcooking those fucking hamburger steaks, and it makes me mad. Like, is she talking about Zia letting him down? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking make. I'm gonna come here and make you guys hamburger steaks. And you're gonna you're gonna think it's gonna be amazing, and then Chris won't eat it because it's not chicken nuggets. You got me there. Oof. Yeah, but it's a it's a hamburger with gravy on it. You'd eat that. <laughs> I'd eat that. Um, and, but, uh, yeah, Ko did put on the, uh, the cosmic armor, and... I love those armors. Mm, oh, the armor That looked yeah. sexy, like, one side was, like, nice and, like, kind of like this pearlescent white, and then the, uh, other side was, like, this nice, like, shiny, like, vinyl kind of black, like, yeah. black, it looked yeah. gorgeous. Kagayaki! Kudayami! I like the suit more than I like the guy wearing it. No, no, I like, I like Kishirio, uh... Cosmo Raptor. Cosmo. I, yeah. they're, it's not great. Can I call him Kramer Raptor? Sure. I like, I like that he We'll had, never see him again. I, I like oh, that yeah. he had, like, a sword we'll of... bust through the dimensional wall. I like that he had, like, a sword of light and a gun of darkness. It'd be like Pegasus somewhere near the end. Remember me! <laughs> uh, so next week we get the... I forget the name of it, but the Rainbow Reusal that apparently grants wishes, and oh boy... Fucking Oto's back. Hey, Oto! Can she wish to be played by an older actress? Because I'd be okay for that. Yeah, that's what I'd wish uh, for. I love it she just, like, fucked off for a bit, and then she comes back, and she's, like, a fucking, like, 20-something-year-old. She, I think she just, she, like, goes through puberty in the span of a day. I think she and Geysorg were hanging out, and they will probably be relevant in the next arc. Uh, I, I was saying, I want one episode, just we were wondering where the fuck Oto's been. Geysorg shows up, they, like, knock the helmet off of Geysorg, it's just Oto. <laughs> My kebab truck went under and I had to do things. Oh, it's the fucking the wise one. I wanted a man inside me, but I decided to get inside this man instead. Woo. <laughs> he should have been selling crepes out of a cat truck. Oh yeah, it was funny when it was funny when Set like got taken back over by Ui's dad, so he's just like, Oops! Out of MP! No, Bye! No, those weren't a little brown. Those were like burnt. It was a burnt fucking paste that she was scraping off the bottom <laughs> of the thing. Caramelized is brown around the edges and translucent. The shit that she made wasn't caramelized. The shit she made was cremated. <laughs> Rest in peace, onions. It's like I taste nothing. It's like it's like how's that hamburger taste? It's like ashes in my mouth. <laughs> Well, you've convinced the guy, yeah. Yeah. No, like, you can have, you know, it, you 
eyeball it, you know, like, it, there's a different, there's a range of, like, you can have a little bit of char on the outside of it, Okay, but I mean, that was a fucking, like, scrape in that okay, shit. Okay, this is such a derailment, but I gotta talk about this, so, apparently, Disney Plus is coming out with a show called, hear me out, people, this is fucking amazing and perfectly, like, genius, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, it's just a show about God. Jeff Goldblum going around places and just doing shit as wow. Jeff Goldblum. I'm watching that show. That show sounds amazing. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. You 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 you, you, you asked yourselves if you could, but you didn't ask yourselves if you should. So it's so it's so it's a Grandmaster series. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. We just went like there's an episode. I like that I did a Christopher Walken impression for Jeff Goldblum. I'm yeah. fucking tired. Right. My impression uh, sucks. That's nothing new. Alright, let's, um... Oh, oh, I gotta, before we get into the bad shit, I, I need to say a couple of things. Um, I've got photos in the chat for this happening, so... I got photos uh, in the I was chat. At, as, you, as you know, I was at Fan Expo today, and... Uh, I wish I was. Let me just, uh... Yeah, I wish I was yesterday. The, find the photo here. So, uh, this photo here is, uh, me inside Fan Expo. Um, now mm. the great thing now zooming in on this photo you'll see a recognizable thing there's Corey Feldman it's Corey motherfucking Feldman so I waited in that lineup for 20 minutes with no intention to buy anything 20 minutes and I said, for Corey Feldman yeah uh, and, I, and I said hey can I ask him one question like sure go nuts so uh, I walked up and I said hey uh, I, I was just you know what if, if we're talking about this let me just go ahead and like play the bumper okay play the bumper Hope you all enjoy that wallpaper we just put on. All right. Oh. So yeah. So uh, he goes, okay. So I woke up. I said, hey, I'm a big fan. And I said, hey, I was, uh, I was, I'm on a podcast called uh, Cast Ranger, um, and we were talking about Ninja Turtles three. He goes, ah. And I oh. said, uh, we jokingly said, um, with like, how did you feel about it being shot in Astoria, Oregon, uh, Oregon, like the Goonies reference? And he goes. Is that shot in Story Oregon? And he fucking looks it up. <laughs> and the thing is, it was how many years ago? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. 15 years. He goes, oh yeah. And then somebody pushed me away. So I did <laughs> mention that the fact, I didn't want to say like, is the only reason. Hooray, you got to remind him where he filmed a movie. Yeah, is the only reason you're in the film is because they shot it in the, goon- in the goondocks. Uh, but <laughs> the goondocks? That's what that place is called. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the why they're called the Goonies, because they live by the Goondocks. Oh. Okay, so anyway, we were talking, I don't know if it was just an extra, we were talking about how uh, it seemed like there was going to be a soggy Yojimbo reference in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Oh, yeah, because of Prince Kenshin? Um, so today, there's another photo, because uh, I had to take photos for uh, uh, reasons. Um, okay, so this is me uh, from today. Uh, with Stan Sakai, the creator of Usagi Yojimbo. Nice. Cell will murder yeah. you. So I, I told him, after I, I geeked out a little bit, um, we're still talking about how you make hamburger steak. <laughs> after I stopped um, screaming. So, uh, so yeah, so yeah, I was like, oh, you know, like, I was a big fan and I'm writing a novel series and we had a, you know, and I'm kind of like, I'm just, anyways, and so I walked away and then I walked back. I said, hey, can I ask a question? Um, uh, and I said, in Ninja Turtles 3, it seems that they would have been prime for a Yusagi Yojimbo uh, appearance. Was there any discussion about putting him in the movie? And he said, yes. Wow. And he said, they weren't going to put the character in, 
But in the scene at the end of the film, when he they're and they're fighting in the hallway, you know, going from like hall like room to room in the in the uh, the castle, mm-hmm. uh, they made this banner, this huge blue banner with Isagi Ojimbo symbols on it. Cool. And it was like the family banner of Isagi Ojimbo, and it didn't make it into the final cut of the film. You can't see it. Oh, that sucks. And they felt so bad about it, they sent him the banner, and he still has it. Wow. So, there was never an intention to have Isagi Ojimbo as a character, but they really, uh, the set designers really wanted to put a Isagi Ojimbo reference into it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We so, we have to wait until the 2003 series to get an actual Isagi Ojimbo crossover. Yeah. So that was uh, I, I figured I could I did I was gonna do some reporting work for for Cast Ranger. Excellent, yeah. Thank you. But he is a very very nice man. I got a bunch of signed stuff, and he is very humble. Cool, yeah. All right, finishing up our Wait, theme. That's the, now on a, a sour <laughs> note, what we watched. Let's make this quick. <laughs> finishing up our theme month of Cowabungus, we watched the first five episodes. Of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation, which was a live-action TV series that aired during the Fox Kids era around the same time as Power Rangers in Space, which we know because it crossed over. Oh my god. I liked it, for the most part. Yeah, you don't like Zia, so what do you know? (laughs) You're the new me! Gee! You oh like my that god! Shit. I don't. I don't know what the fuck. You know, like you're straight laced, but this is the only time where I'm like, no, Chris is secretly smoking something. <laughs> I I literally was sitting when I started watching. And I watched the first three episodes. I'm sitting at home. I've got a fucking fresh pizza next to me. You know, like I'm like laying in bed. I've got the fan on. I'm like, I'm gonna and I'm in a great mood. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be like I was looking forward to this. Ten minutes in, there's no joy left in the universe. <laughs> Like okay, look. I'm not through saying... these five episodes was fucking torture. When the a... last one aired, like I watched the I first can... three myself, but I came here to watch the last two of the the five we're gonna watch. <laughs> and when the fifth one started, I said, "Finally, last one." Okay, like, okay. Let me be perfectly objective here. I will admit the series is not amazing. There are problems with it, like anything, but. I feel that this qualifies as something that is enjoyable, ironically. You know, like the Mortal Kombat movies. I thought you'd be like, no, not even. So it it starts out with this this random brown, like, robed figure just, like, walking... It's not saying anything. It's just like like this this old man is just acknowledging this 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 this, this brown robe, but it's not saying anything. And then like later on, like the hood comes up. There's nothing under the hood. There's nothing there. Like I, I have no idea what the fuck. And then just the turtles keep talking to this something, and they refer to it later as Vetus de Milo. I don't know what the but like they're saying it's a female turtle, but like. There's also saying it's a female turtle. I don't know what the fuck. Like the, the bumper we have here, like it's just it's just Tom in the picture. Like I, I don't I don't get it. So you get it. He's pretending Venus de Milo doesn't exist uh, because Venus de Milo does not exist. Pretty, the, the, okay. a- afterwards, the they did they said the idea of the scenario. <laughs> I don't have a problem with like the fact that there's a lost turtle that's a woman. Yeah, that's fine. That seems like a good idea on paper. The problem is, is she's uninteresting. The gag that she uh, is like, oh, she's foreign. She doesn't know how slang works. And, like, it's just like she's just such a non-character. And I don't know if she gets better, but in these five episodes, like, I I did not care for her at all. 
I'll, I'll, in all seriousness, though... Yeah, that's the true female okay. turtle. In all seriousness... In that series. I don't think... Yeah. Yep. In all seriousness, though, like, the concept of having, like, a female turtle, that that's fucking awesome. Like, that's really... No, cool. on paper it works. It's, I liked Venus de Milo when I was a kid. The idea is fine. The execution is what sucks. Okay, here's the thing. I, I think the show does get better when we start meeting the other villains because they're all very interesting in their own way. Oh, yeah, I remember the ape one when I watched it again. I saw an episode with the Who's ape voiced guy. by Optimus Primal. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then we have fucking Bone Steel played by goddamn Scott McNeil. But holy shit, did they fucking, like, throw Shredder under the goddamn bus. This is my favorite part of the series, actually, because, like, okay, I'll admit this wasn't as good as I remember it being. Can you hear my eyes rolling on the chat? But, like, the Foot Clan is fucking pathetic in this mo- in this series. They're, they're wearing, like, they're wearing suits that look like they were made out of oven mitts. Everyone's, well, everyone's dubbed over. It's like five Shredder of them. is not a... Five eight. of them have the wire eyes, and the rest of them just have that t-shirt ninja trick where you can turn any t-shirt into a ninja mask. Shredder looks like he's played by an Asian dude, but the voice he's giving off has, like, zero accent. It has like every replacement villain where they replaced a Power Rangers boss. Like, he's like, what's that one, the bounty hunter from uh, Dino whatever? Like, uh... What is his fucking name? The one they uh, put in for the uh, the Kiryuger version, like Slag the Bounty Hunter. Or oh, oh, Sledge. Yeah, it's like it's, oh, it's yeah. basically that the same no. the same idea. And like his voice is so bad, his dialogue is bland. Like when he's giving like a speech to like his Foot Clan members about like killing the we turtles. will kill the freaks. Like like uh, literally, I think he repeats the exact same thing every time. Just in a he just words it differently to you make know it sound. Pisses me off. And, and, and the worst thing is about Shredder in this, no cape! He has no fucking cape! They didn't I have... like Shredder when he has a fucking cape! Didn't you have, like, a fucking window you could have taken it from? But here's the <laughs> thing. shower curtain? Here's the thing. Yes, the Shredder and Foot Clan may be pathetic in this series, but it's okay because they're gone after episode you two. You know what it almost seems to me? Like, the writers are like, yeah, the Foot Clan are so, like, you know, like, they're not cool. They're so yesterday. Yeah, so we're gonna fucking sh- just kick them out. We're gonna put them in. Did you get the Fast Forward reference? Yeah. <laughs> we should have watched Fast Forward instead of this. It would have been Fuck. so much better. You know what bothers but me? my point is... Venus de Milo is amazing because the first thing she does after meeting the turtles is drop down from the fucking ceiling and mind fuck the Shredder. Yeah, and he's never seen again. Yeah, sure. She mind fuck. Well, like, okay. So the way she mind fucks the Shredder is she brings it back, Oroku Saki, Wait and a like, realize how evil you've become. You're the Shredder now. Wait, Destroy the monster. Wait, wait a minute. She she erased the Shredder? Yeah. So she erased all the trauma that the Ninja Turtles put on him in the other two movies. So, <laughs> like, he's going to retire now, and he's going to have a Zen guard, and he's going to open up, Kevin like, Adams. a restaurant in downtown uh, Vancouver, New York. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be, like, you know, Oroku, uh, like, Oroku Saki Sushi. And like the turtles are gonna come by one day because they hear it's really good sushi and it's gonna be really awkward for a second. He's like, I need to tell you, I held a lot of rage in for the five of you. You changed my life. My counselor tells and me that I was used, wrong. I used to think that you ruined my life when you threw me into the back of a garbage truck and your friend said oops. And then when you tricked me into knocking down a, a, a pier on me and while that guy was rapping. I used to think that you ruined my life, but I realized it was, it was Shredder who ruined Orokusaki's life. Allow me to give you some complimentary 
Turtle soup. Shit. <laughs> it has not actually turtle. It's beyond turtle meat. And by the way, since you uh, made a reference to Casey, here's another big problem I'll admit with the show. No Casey, no April. Yeah, no, and no, no replacements. Other... No person like holding that role. Other... Like you need a like huge... did the, did Casey and April like marry and go on a honeymoon or some shit? Like other than a supposedly bone steel and like some members of the foot. That's the only human characters we get in the show. Yeah, like, it's, you know what gets me? Okay, so, uh, Corey Feldman, you know, aside, you know, like, you know, those moments where they're just, like, trying out catchphrases and they're just saying shit. They're shit, saying shit like, like, bodacious. They're saying it at times. Total turtlefication. Oh, God. No, like, in Rap original, rocks, he says, like, five times. Yeah, that's my problem. Like, in the original, they're saying it at times like we're doing a thing. We should say something. This has that Power Rangers thing of going, like, we need to put in a certain amount of yeahs every five seconds. Yeah, we're filling airtime so, like, with random dialogue. Okay, so, uh, uh, like, Venus is, like, fighting the Foot Clan, and Raph is running to help her, and it's, like, the fucking scene in Enter the Fist, where he's like, I'm coming! And he's running toward the thing. Um, but it's like, he's like, Raph on the way! And he's running. Raph's coming to get ya! Turtlefication! Like, every time it cuts back to him, he has to, sh- like, he's reacting to the camera cutting. Yeah. And his mouth isn't moving. So it's like somebody in the editing suite going, every time we cut back to a turtle, watch this series do this. Every time they cut away to somebody who's not a turtle and back, they have to say a catchphrase to remind you that they're bodacious. Yeah. And it gets to a point where they're fucking driving. And, like, there's this one shot where they're driving in the turtle van. Jeep. And it's, or a turtle Jeep. Or a turtle Hummer. <laughs> that's the tur- a fucking Why they have a fucking Hummer beyond yeah. me? No, that's a fucking, like, a, like that's like a... Ninjas th- must be stealthy. That's <laughs> $100,000 vehicle that they're driving. <laughs> anyway, so they're driving, and it's like, it's like, time to kick some shell, and they're driving, and then it cuts to Raph, and Raph's like, yeah, man, let's go, and then it cuts back to the same shot of the Jeep driving by, and it's like, bonacious, as they're going, like, why do you have to have them say something? We understand that the turtles are in the car yeah. without you having them talk every time it cuts back. Um, let's talk briefly about the suits. Oh. They make... The suits in Ninja Turtles 3 look like the suits from Ninja Turtles 1. Like I actually disagree. I thought that they were better than the suits from 3. Well, you know the, suits the heads in particular in 3 were just god-awful, but I think well, the remember heads... Remember how choppy the motion was in the 3? It uh-huh. synced up with the voices. Also, so many times, Splinter's the worst for this, that the uh... mouths will just be open. Like I actually took a screenshot while I was watching episode no. 1 yesterday, no. and I had to pause the episode... And just laugh at top volume for a solid five minutes because the scene where like Splinter walks into the area where Raph is fighting in the first episode and the foot like change their attention to go fight Splinter and he like like jerks his head around to the side as they surround him no. and there's this one shot where like his eyes are looking in different directions and he's slack shot and it's the funniest well, shit here's ever. The thing. Here's the thing. Um, in all of the Turtles movies, even the great first one, they don't have the animatronic facial expressions in all the time. They're stunt masks. Yeah. But the thing is, when they're in stunt mode, their eyes are usually narrow because they're fighting, and their mouths are closed. Because it is a lot easier to make it sell the... Because there's a couple of times you can see the other Turtles in the background not reacting. Because you can sell a closed mouth and neutral facial expression as an inactive, just normal inactive. It doesn't, yeah. you know, get you to think something's wrong. But when it's the mouth open, an open mouth is an intentional thing. So it looks like they're just fucking drooling or they're having... I, 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 will, I will admit there were way too many shots of them saying nothing and their jaws just hanging yeah, open. Yeah, so the whole thing is only the turtles, when you're up close, the, the faces look good. From a distance, they're, they're like... 
there's so many times where characters are talking, but they're in the background, so they figure they don't need the animatronics, so their mouths are just open and they're nodding their heads. Which works in Power Rangers with the plastic things. Yeah, with the non-mouths. It's the thing is there's there's things where it just seems like Hane Sabin and his you know his you know Power Rangers people were using Power Rangers tips and tricks. Yeah. But it's not working. The fact that Power Rangers with their faces don't move, so you have you have to have them nod. You have to have them talk a lot to remember who's talking. However, this one it doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah. I I will say what I noticed in particular about these suits was that. I could be wrong, but I feel like these are the most muscular turtle suits I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, the, the, okay, from the neck down, the suits look good. Except for up close, the hands look like they've been through six seasons. Like, they <laughs> just look I, like they're I'm, shit. I'm going to one-up you with the Splinter scene where, I think it was like episode four or something, but like there's a scene where like the Dragon Lord, who I'm going to say he is my only favorite and part of this fucking series. He's the only one that jokes that land. Because cause he's, no, because he's fucking awesome looking. And I like that, like, it was a brand new original villain, as far as I know. I don't hate the Dragon Lord. Like, um, I, hate I don't know why he has hair. It yeah, honestly seemed a it, fucking warlord. It seemed you to me what? it would be cool if it were like fucking like like dreads, you know, or like some kind of like tendrils, like doggy or Kruger kind of thing. Yeah, like a doggy Kruger uh, like tentacle. It's hair. like it's it. It came off to me as Shang Tsung turned on his animality and got stuck. But yeah. but uh, so so there's a scene where just fucking like Dragon Lord like comes out of like this mist. And he's just like, why? He's like, Aah. and it just does this fucking zoom in of Splinter just going, <gasps> just like fucking just slack jawed, just like zooms in on his face. And I, was like, I also, oh, God. also like, it's like, well, she'll teach the turtles how to get here. And I'm telling you about this trap. Turtles show up, Splinter's their trap and all. Uh-huh. Also, everyone just knows where each other, everyone is. Oh, and also, oh like, we, know, we, we know where the Dragon Lord's face is. Let's go fucking, let's yeah, go like, fuck them up. Well, if they have that tracking system. Yeah. Could track anything The weird. turtle eye in the sky. But I like that they went into the dream world, which I call the ending of Spawn the movie. My my react oh. I actually wrote in my notes that they went into Sonic Adventure. Oh god. <laughs> and it's just oh, they just the the thing is, is like the dialogue is just it's not terrible, it's just not good. It's just so generic. Yeah. It just seems like this was like a generic pass and somebody should have ironed this out. Mikey's like they'll say something and then they'll oh, contradict it. Yeah. That is, okay, this is the most painful part of the whole show. Having to listen to Goku's voice coming out of like, Michael Like Angel. the ocean dub Goku. Like Sean... Not, Sh- not Sean... No, it's not Sean Isn't Sean. that? It's not Sean Okay, Sean. sorry. I missed the guy who voiced Moroku, whoever Kirby, it was. It's Kirby Morrow. Kirby Morrow, that's him. Yeah. Having to listen to Kirby Morrow's voice coming out of Michelangelo was by far the most, like, disbelief, like, shattering also, thing of the whole show. Their their discussion... Uh, it, 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 this is a thing where, like, none of this would fly now, because it's like the people... It's like a bunch of white writers... In a room in LA. Which I call waiters. Yeah, are, are writing this script going, <laughs> okay, we should have her be a little different. Let's make her Chinese themed, not Japanese. Oh, right. Okay, she's not a ninja. What's the uh, Chinese word for ninja? I don't know. Shinobi sounds something that sounds ninja like. Okay, we'll say Shinobi. And the thing is, like, I was saying this to a friend today. I was asking their opinion. A uh, person like, uh, from, was born in mainland China. And I'm like, you know, totally thinking, like, oh, no, that's, uh, like, well, first of all, like, in China, Japan is like the you know like the bad people to world in World War Two. They're not very happy with Japan in mainland China. But the whole thing is them claiming that it's like Chinese mythology, but they're called she's called a shinobi is actually really offensive. To, yeah, to, to they, they they posit her as like 
the ninja version of a, of a shaman or a mage and call her a shinobi. Yeah, but, a shinobi but, shaman. Yeah, but even as a kid, I remember thinking, like, wait, a shinobi is a word that means ninja it's, and it's a Japanese it's word, a but she's really, Chinese. It's a bunch of really inc- uncreative writers sitting at a fucking desk thinking that, like, ninja, shinobi, it, samurai, all of this quote-unquote yeah. Japanese stuff is all interchangeable and nobody will fucking At care. least they tried to give her, like, a, they gave her a Chinese name, Mei Peichi, which the turtles immediately ignore and come, come up with calling her Venus de Milo because she walks in with the head off the statue. Which mm-hmm. is not a statue of Venus de Milo. And also... she Venus de Milo's topless. Yeah. Also, uh... So the, the turtles all have these little like emblems on their belts with like their their let their initial on it, and Venus comes in at the start of the show having a buckle that has a V on it, even though she was given the name Venus after the fact. So just, whoops. Well, the thing is, I can imagine now. I, I this is me playing devil's advocate here. I can imagine their turnaround time. Well, it was probably about the same as Power Rangers. They didn't have the resources. All they had to do was remove that one buckle until yeah. she formally joined the team. But it's just like it's the level of not giving a shit. Yeah. And the, the they're pro- kids. They won't notice. And the thing is, like it, you know, being and I'm putting this in the lens of Power Rangers because this was the time when Power Rangers was still in what people considered to be the golden age of Power. Yeah, Rangers. this was during in space. Yeah. So but the thing is with Power Rangers. Uh, they were completely rewriting the lore as they went, and it was fresh Power Rangers lore, like Power Rangers, uh, Power Rangers Zeo, Power Ranger Turbo, and all this stuff. It literally was building on, on nothing but its own lore, yeah. and nobody in Japan had seen the original, or sorry, nobody in America, North America, had really seen the original shows, so they didn't care about it being, but the problem is this is a beloved thing, a world with rules in it. And they were playing laissez-faire with these rules, and it just seems like they weren't even trying. They bought the license, and at the time, the Ninja Turtle brand was at its lowest. Like, people were like, oh, it's not cool anymore. So they probably bought it for a song, and they were like, let's fucking do whatever we want. (laughs) And the problem is, is at the time, probably, you know, new fans didn't care. But the thing is, like, in uh, the, the older fans, and in retrospect, it's a, it's, it's, Terrif- it's terrible. Like, they're just like, it just seems so out of place. I'll grant it's not as good as I remember it being, but I think that's largely in part is we haven't really gotten to what I would call the good episodes, because I feel like the other villains we meet later in the show are far more entertaining. Chris, Bo- can, can Bone you, Steel is my favorite Ninja Turtles character, do, period. Do you want to come over here and punch me in the nuts? Because that's what I'd rather do than watch more of that show. <laughs> I'm not like, saying I don't you have care. to watch more of it. I don't care if there's a race of, like, sexy fox girls that show up in later episodes. I am done. Holy I'm, shit. What? Are there? No. I'm just saying if, if that's how far you're yeah. not... No, I mean, wow. like, you that's... know when somebody says, oh, it gets better, but you're like, I don't like it now. I'm not willing to give yeah, it... Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that argument, and I'm not asking it's you like to watch more. It's like a donut with shit frosting, and they say <laughs> inside that donut is, like, like Boston cream. And, like, you gotta get to it. Also, apparently... You gotta get past the salty shit <laughs> also... to get to that. And then you get to the middle, you're like, ah... Nope, this is coming. Also, apparently Netflix couldn't get the rights to the original. I was go- I was going to mention that we watched this on Netflix, which it's which it's on at this time. Who knows how long it'll be there for? Uh, and they don't have the theme song that aired with the original Wait, show. There's there's a better theme song. Yes. Would you like me to sing it for you? Yes. <laughs> Four green turtles heard the news. Turned to mutants by a noose. Found on the floor and raised by a rat. Now the ninjas, how about that? Check it out. Another one found made a way to Chinatown. <laughs> With the rest, that makes five ninja turtles. Now they're live. Na 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 ninja. Ninja turtles. Na 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 ninja. 
Ninja Turtles! I, that makes a lot more sense, because I remember watching that intro. I don't remember the intro, because I don't think I've ever seen the beginning of one of those episodes. The theme song on the Netflix version is a fucking travesty! Where did they fucking get that song? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just... But, but like, uh, it's cool that they crossed over with Power Rangers and Space Over like that, but I think they should have crossed over with, like, fucking, like... Beetleborgs? Like, Beetleborgs... Lost Luchadores, oh. like that would, Lost Luchadores would have been awesome. That would have been great. I don't. My, my only like, my thing is like, I was you know by the time this show aired, I was already a man. Um, <laughs> I what time did what did this nineteen ninety seven this aired? I would have been like ninety seven ninety eight. Yeah, how old was I? Whatever year Power Rangers in Space happened. So yeah, I would have been about three, four, five, six, seven, nineteen nine, when this fucking ninety seven, ninety eight ish. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like nineteen when this aired. And I watched, and I, I, my, I dabbled in space. Like, I watched space now and again. Uh, mostly because my friend was really into it. And he showed me the Turtles episode. He brought it over in a VHS tape. That's how old that was. And showed me the Turtles episode. And the, now the Turtles episode, I'm sure he's probably dated too. But I remember going, hey, this is pretty fucking cool. The Turtles are a little weird looking. But it was cool. Like, I like what they were doing. They've got the extra turtle. So I tried watching the show. And I watched a couple of episodes here or there. And just... I, I was underwhelmed, <laughs> to say the least. And let, they were... let, let me provide a couple of interesting tidbit factoids about this show that some yeah. people may not know. Uh, fact, in I forget exactly where, but in some regions where the show aired, the word ninja was offensive, so they changed it to Hero yeah, Turtles in next mutation. They actually, uh, well, they've been doing that since the original cartoon for Great Britain. I did not know that. Yeah, so that was nothing new. The brand in Europe is uh, Teenage uh, Mutant Hero Turtles. Yeah, and also in this show, Mikey doesn't have his nunchucks because they're illegal where the show was in filmed. In the original show, they actually paid to animate nunchucks. Uh, they would cut the nunchuck scenes they could, and they would have a three-section staff. They would actually animate different scenes. You can actually look at the comparisons. But yeah, like movie. over the course of this entire show, Mikey has tonfas instead of nunchucks. Which I don't technically have a problem with. It like nunchucks. No, it's not bad. I'm just saying it's... Well, you know what that's from? Like, literally when... Uh, and, and the Ninja Turtles is kind of to blame because it's what started it. But some kid made some fucking nunchucks, you know, <laughs> uh, in his garage and hurt himself, like, literally hurt himself really badly. Because yeah. you, you can... Well, what's every other thing people do with nunchucks in a thing is they hit themselves. Yeah. And it, but it's okay because the sharp-bladed katanas are still good. But, and, and let me just quickly comment. Well, the swords are class. Swords, daggers, and staffs are classic weapons, meaning that you can say, "Well, it's in Robin Hood. It's all this stuff." But nunchucks are new, pretty much new to you know to Western audiences as a weapon. You know, like other than Bruce Lee, nobody's seen these weapons really, like in the mainstream. So the nunchucks got the blame, and it's like Ninja Turtles got the blame for being too violent, and the nunchucks were the foundation of that yeah and it even like and they banned it they banned it in the uk and like soul caliber for example if you have a uk version kilik is a completely different character he uses a three section stuff well, uh, maxi. maxi sorry maxi is a completely different character i was gonna say Killick, my boy um but quickly comment on the weapons in this series leo has a pair of katanas that combine and separate which is yeah awesome. those are pretty cool and he kind of uses them uh, he actually clangs swords. Yeah, and Donatello has a staff that extends like Goku's power pole. I love that, and I do love the double-sided side, though it makes no fucking sense. It looks cool. Yeah, he combines them like it's a fucking Darth Maul's weapon or whatever the fuck. Is or, this or, the thing or, no, I'm thinking of Gabron. Okay, is this a thing from the cartoon that the turtles ate really disgusting shit? Like, was that in the original cartoon? No, they just ate pizza. Like, hell, at one point, Michelangelo goes like, oh, let's get pizza, and just all the turtles go to him and say, grow up, and I was like, 
What? So is it the whole idea that these are new extreme Ninja Turtles? Well, they're 17. I think yeah. at one point I see Raph throw a slice of pizza at someone. Well, also, like, when they get their butts kicked by the, the dragons, they get frozen pizzas and they put them to the Oh, yeah, places. Mikey's got a frozen pizza yeah. nursing a wound. Like, is this the whole thing of, like, pizza isn't cool anymore? Like... That's yeah. that's kind of un- that's a, kind of not okay. Fun in aquarium, and now like which the- apparently has shit security because they just walked in. Yeah. But it was an actual aquarium, so I was yeah. impressed with like fake branding, yeah. making jokes about Marineland. It's like I don't know. I just you know what the thing is. This show, what I'm going to give it is is no, it doesn't suck ass. But you know what it was boring and uninteresting, and that is worse than sucking ass. Like I like I like Beetleborgs more than this. I've never seen an episode of Beetleborgs <laughs> oh, in my life. It's I love it. It's fun. Like, I, I will I, admit I like Beetleborgs more than this also, but I enjoyed this. Like, but I, st- I still think... Was it, didn't, is the Beetleborgs the one that had fucking Jay Leno the clown? Yes. The one we have the tall toy of. Fuck! <laughs> it's our Flabber doll. Yeah. Shit. It's like you don't need an Annabelle doll. You got that fucking thing. It's Flabber. <laughs> that is his fucking name. Flabber. Yeah. Flabber? Yeah. Oh, man. Man. Yep. He's a phantasm. Phasm. I was fuck. I was weird though. I actually liked. I actually was really into Mass Rider when it was on. Oh, for like a hot minute. Um, one part I thought was slightly annoying but funny was uh the little psychic dragon Wick, who would come up with this this serum of invincibility, which by the end of the fifth episode we found out was a fucking placebo. So that entire arc, which involved killing endangered animals, turned out to be completely pointless. You know what? I loved that. That was actually fantastic. It was funny, but it just invalidated the entire last two yeah, episodes. It did. And that pup okay, so the dinosaur and the puppet were the best characters in the show in my opinion. I love like, how you thought Dragon Lord was voiced by David Kay. It sounds so much. It's it, like it does. David Kay's non-union. They should have gotten David Kay. That would have been amazing. It's, it's David L. <laughs> David L. Like it's it's because it, yeah. you're always like yes. Like, so, like I I like this show as a kid, but like as an adult now, like especially like being like thirty years old, I'm like. I, I'm, I'm noticing while I've been growing up and maturing as an adult that, like, I'm really, like, looking at stuff that I loved as a kid going, this is stupid. Well, so. the thing is, the problem is, is, is it's, it's, uh, I, I call it maturity appreciation syndrome. Meaning that when you watch, like, Transformers and G.I. Joe as a kid, like <laughs> I did, and we thought, I thought, like, oh my god, this is, like, badass warriors, badass robots... And then when you get older, you remember it being badass, so you, your brain remembers it being that cool. And I was re-watching a bunch of Transformers episodes recently, and holy shit, that show is, is like animation mistakes everywhere. <laughs> Bad voice acting. Okay, here, what are you going to do the fucked up thing that I don't, that, uh, the most offensive thing? Have you heard of Carbomia? No. There is an, uh, a couple of, oh, well, actually a few episodes where they go to this Middle Eastern country uh, that was run by a brutal dictator, and the and the the country was called Carbomia. Oh, no! Like, Apparently, a guard told me about that. He said that they did like remove that because it was offensive. They did remove. Uh, well, also Casey Kasem, who played Cliff he Jumper, left the show because yeah, he was so offended by it. And uh, yeah, so a lot of apparently. They got put back on. There was a fan petition of it put back on to some what? of the Blu-rays. Like, the name. Well, because they wanted the original and it's all of its glory. I, I guess I can understand. And but... the thing is, the only defense that they have, other than Carbomia is a little too much on the nose, is that it is specifically referring to Omar Gaddafi. And he l- literally was very similar to the caricature they painted. I mean, 
it on the same note, you could argue that preserving it is is in yeah. is is in a retrospective way respecting it because it's the same way that, like, I think it was Looney Tunes who prefaces yeah. a lot well, of their older cartoon. Whenever they were the cultural thing, this was literally the writers making a bad joke. No, no, I, I get it. But the the, the the what I've seen, I think Looney yeah. Tunes do is whenever they re-release their old cartoons, that I think are seen that's by actually racist, what they did. Yeah, by racist um, standards back like in modern is, standards. Like, shows like they, they, everyone's talking about how badass Thundercats is. Now, yeah, go online, watch the Thundercats intro. It stands up. It's still fucking badass. Have you watched the fucking show? No. Like, Vulture Man literally has a superpower potion. This reminded me of this episode. He had a superpower potion that he mixed up that made it so he could fly like Superman and he was super strong. And literally, like, they the, like they beat the shit out of him. You know, and he runs out. He goes, oh, my superpower potion. I can never make it again. And, like, it's so cheesy, so shitty. The animation is terrible. But people remember it. With a child's eyes. Because the thing is, when you're a child, it doesn't take as much to impress you. Yeah. And these shows, people are like, oh, I want a gritty, like, Saving Private Ryan, G.I. Joe reboot. I'm like, that's not accurate to what it was like. They fucking shot lasers and they never fucking hit anybody. Yeah, but um, just, I wanted to finish my thought from earlier yep. about what Looney Tunes was doing. Whenever they re-release their older cartoons that are seen as racist by today's standards, they always preface it with these screens that are like, Yes, this was created in a time where, where people were of different minds, but uh, to to erase it or not preserve it is just the same as saying that that sort of racism racism did not exist. Yeah. So it's it's say it's putting it out there as originally published, but saying that this is no longer okay. Yeah. This show uh, back to the last mutation. This show next mutation. Next mutation. What well, was the last? <laughs> Should mutation. have been the last mutation. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, the problem is, is that it has a problem that a lot of like not, like mid to late '90s shows have, and that was that feeling in the '90s, like we need to re- we need to reinvent shit. We need to like everything. Yeah. Everything's so badass now; it's extreme. We need vanilla ice, and it's just like the problem with it is. It, <laughs> Where was the, he in the show? <laughs> at the time, you thought it was you know you shot, thought the show was passable. I didn't think that anything was wrong with the show; it just wasn't for me. The thing is, watching it now, it is so '90s dated. Like it is just yeah. it just it just hurts to watch it a little bit. I think I'll keep rewatching it just to see if the rest of it. I I don't want to say holds up. Does that fucking um, uh, old guy, the blind guy that Splinter's playing chess with, does he come back? I think so. Because that was like the best thing they said. That was cute. You know. Also, some of the lines that they they that they chortled off in these episodes that I actually chuckled genuinely at was <laughs> like. Like, throughout the whole first three episodes, Splinter's like, no, we must be defensive. We, we only fight when they bring the fight to us. At the start of episode four, Splinter comes in, I have changed my mind. You can't do that, master. Yes, I can. I'm old. Be defensively and fight. <laughs> and be defensively, to def- defensively take the fight to them. We fight defensively, not offensively. Yeah, well, the dragons are offending me pretty much. Yeah, and, it's, and then and then there's this one scene like a minute later where Raph busts into the, the the dragons who are hunting rare animal parts, and they're like, "We outnumber you ten to one." And his response was, "Yeah, I thought I'd keep things fair." <laughs> that was a there, badass there are line. A few. The problem is, is that um, most of the jokes, like okay, so Ninja Turtles one and two, I would say eighty percent of the jokes land. Sure. And they're just they have, they've got great timing. They land. There's a few that don't. Most of them do. Um, the third film, I'd say it's like 50-50 if a joke lands or not. Sure. 
Whereas this one, it's 95% of the jokes just are either make no sense or don't land. And there are a few gems that are funny. Like, I got a good laugh out of the odd change in my mind because I'm old. Yeah, I will, I will concede that to you. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, you should look this up on YouTube. It's actually hilarious. It's uh, Norm MacDonald, the comedian, did a roast of Bob Saget. Oh. And he purposefully memorized a bunch of really bad workplace jokes <laughs> and just went out and randomly told them about the people he's roasting. So he purposely told a bunch of really shitty jokes and purposely bombed the set. And that's why it's funny. And he's just throwing out joke after joke after joke after joke and none of them are landing. And that in it is kind of fun to watch. I kind of felt like I was watching that with this. I'm just like... <laughs> Is, am bad I on just, purpose? Am I not getting it? Is is the fact that the humor is this bad? Is that the joke? I also like that the whole fifth episode was all about like Leo's weird turtle dreams about finding quote unquote a new way, and the then the, way the, new, turtle. the new way they the found way. was literally no different, like zero percent. Yeah, different. it's like instead of doing things our way, we're gonna do our things our turtle way. It's just, oh, all right. It's yeah. <laughs> Back to Jazzercise. That was a good joke. Yeah, like, the Dragon Rank, which is the name of the mooks, they're, like, training in the hallway, which has been outfitted with this fucking Ugh. death trap course, and Wick is just shouting at them, Don't back to Arts! Back to Jazzercise! I like that he pulled the rug out from under the one guy. He gets up, puts the rug back, he steps up, then he pulls it out on yeah. again. He gets up, puts it back again, then steps on it. I'm just like... Is there going to be a third one? No? I was disappointed that there wasn't. I, the, right? the dragon had the best lines. There's that one that's like, double dribble, that's cheats. The total cheats! Does this fucking magical dragon from thousands of years ago know the rules to basketball? If he can figure out how basketball works in fucking three days, Venus de Milo can figure out, you know, what uh, the difference between cake and pie. Yeah. I mean, I will grant her that, like, there are two very similar sayings. One uses pie and one uses yeah. cake. So her confusion in that particular instance is slightly less, for or slightly forgivable. Mm -hmm. They need to tone that shit down. Yeah. Like that, that joke. Because they used it sometimes two or three times in a conversation. They almost milked us! Uh, that's creamed us. <laughs> and, and things like, and she would just do it, and I'm just like, it's just the only thing about her interactions with the turtles is the fact that she can't get a saying right. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, her her character dialogue and such may not be amazing, but I was just impressed by the fact that she mind-fucked the Shredder and shot a fucking lightning bolt to disarm the Dragon Lord of his sword. Bakugan. Oh, Bakugan, that's... Oh, fucking... Fucking Bakugan. Fuck, fuck Bakugan. Fuck. Hooray! Blaze wants real bad for us to uh, talk about Bakugan, but I refuse. No, I'll tell you why. I have a weird story about Bakugan. Oh, God. I'll tell it in, like, two minutes or less. Okay, I was working for an advertising agency. <laughs> I was working for an advertising agency, and uh, they we were talking to Spin Master, and they were like, oh, we want you to do the advertising in the website for Bakugan. So uh, one of our uh, uh, co-workers was in Japan at the time, and Bakugan wasn't out here yet. Mm -hmm. um, our, uh, and so he bought a shit ton of Bakugan. He bought, like, <laughs> so much of it. Like We filled a ball pit. Like, like, like $500 worth of Bakugan. Oh, my God. So he brings it in, he puts it on the board table... And, like, we're reading all the lore, like, he was translating, because he, he was fluent in reading Japanese. Uh -huh. um, translated it all. We were, we were like, filming little demos, and we did this huge, like, pitch. And all for free. Because usually, like, even to pitch it, they've got to give us something. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, hey, we, we can't wait to talk about it. Oh, yeah, and, uh, we found somebody cheaper. We didn't tell you. <laughs> and, like, they had been threading us along. And I'm like, Bakugan! I've never seen the show. I've never played with the toys other than that. I'm sure the show is lovely. It's like... If Beyblade is A rank, 
Beatamon is B rank and Bakugan is C rank. Oh shit. It's like two levels below Beyblade. <laughs> I love the thing is they've got like those those car uh, transforming mech cars that are pretty much Bakugan cars. Oh, do they? Do they have vehicles now? I have no idea. Oh, are, are you mad? Oh, the show yeah. is good. Bakugan yeah. is S is S rank. Fuck you. S S tank. Is it's an S tank job. S tank job. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad personally about the toys and getting screwed over. Um, uh, he, he's mad about uh, <laughs> like you're just like fuck the show. The show was, I it was one of those shows I only watched because nothing else was on at the time. I admit, from playing with the toys, uh, at the th- they were fun. <laughs> I didn't know there was a show. <laughs> I admit, it's way after my time. So the fact that unless somebody like. It's at the time I was an adult, right? So unless somebody introduced me to it, there's no way that I would know it. We're geeks. Our time is when we say it is. Yeah. I've, I've seen like five episodes of SpongeBob. Like, I, I'm... Like, same. So good, though. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend loves it. Um, but yeah, so that's Ninja Turtles Next Mutation. It's, it's alright. I'll cons- I will... I will openly concede that it was not as good as I remember it being. If I ever want to watch them... See these tur- specific turtles. I'll just watch the in space crossover. Yeah, they're actually good in that. We'll, we'll, we should talk about those episodes sometime soon. Yeah. Well, I guess is this the end of Cowabunga? Yep. Yeah. Because shit, I still have two turtles to draw in a shredder. You can do it for next week. Yeah. I'm not gonna draw all three. Next week is still August, but uh, our feature topic for next week is just going to be since it is the last episode of Comrade Zio, yeah. we're just gonna have a big open discussion about the series as a whole. Oh, okay. That's what we usually do whenever a series ends. Yeah. All right. Well, we it's, shall. It's gonna be. It's gonna be itchy. Just like fucking. Like so pissed off. Cause I. No matter what. Keep happens, your hands on that volume dial. No matter what fucking happens, like they could literally do exactly what Chris said earlier. Chris would be like, I don't like that the timeline is mixed. You know, like. It's, That's what I've been saying all year. I don't know. I think that you're going to be upset no matter what happens. Uh, that, yeah. that's li- that's if likely. they meet your expectations, you're going to be mad that it was predictable. If they don't no, meet your No, if they black hole everyone, I'll go, thank you, moving on. I'm hoping for an ending where nothing is concretely, uh, concretely put, and then they have another ending, which actually isn't an ending, and then we finally get an ending when laser fight... Wait, no, that's x <laughs> Alright, so as usual, thank you all for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, and being awesome. Uh, please make sure to check out our primary source of our hijinks, which is castranger.podbean.com. Check out the link in the description of all of our episodes for that free $7 skip the dishes code. Um, and of course, check out our, our uh, Facebook page, Twitter account, uh, merch page, Patreon, our Discord server, all the cool shit. If you don't have time, just check three things. Yeah. Pick your three favorites. Yeah, pick your three. Do the skip the dishes one. If you pick the, if you come, if you join our Discord server, you can listen to the show live, recorded usually Friday nights, nine p.m. Eastern. Shit, we're live. Yeah, I say that every week though. <laughs> well, we're live to Discord, not live anywhere else. Oh, well, shit. Bye. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. And remember, total turtification. Fuck you.